Spider-Man, it's Bono and the Edge. It's Cape Crisis. That uh, was unnecessary. It's a special end of the year episode, the special edition with me. Good start. Henry Gilbert, H-E-N-E-R-E-Y-G on Twitter. And this is Cape Crisis, the comic book podcast that is usually about graphic novel, sequential art, and other shit. But this time it's about musical theater. Yes. And Something you love. And I Have love you seen the latest theater. Less Miserables? Uh, well, how about I the Fantastiques? I haven't seen that one, but uh, how about that rent? Here it's pretty gay. Rent, you gotta pay it on time. Is that really a fucking song? No, that's a. No, they got. I'm not gonna pay rent, 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 rent. (laughs) That is a real song. (laughs) It is pretty bullshit. They're like, "What? I'm not gonna pay rent. Why? You live in a. You live someplace. Pay the fucking rent." I just remember. I my only exposure to rent is. Uh, Team America and AIDS, 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 And now my story's over. The world has died from AIDS. The gays, the straights, the whites, and the spades. Who else is Chris Antista and Brad Elston. And it's Christmas time in Hollis, Queens. Burr. Yeah. Does this episode come out on I think it should come the day after Christmas, 26th or 27th? might not. Whatever, Post. It'll be in the dead zone betwixt Christmas and We're recording it ahead of time because we don't have anything topical to say, obviously, because we're not here. Mm-hmm. And I thought ahead. Uh, <laughs> I thought ahead and uh, went and saw a little musical in New York called Spider-Man: Turn Off the Dark. Because now a closed musical. And I want to. I want to give you uh, some of you guys a little a little tip out there. Uh, we created Laser Time. I can write this off as a business expense. Oh, wow. and I will because going to see Take Spider-Man: that, Uncle Sam. Turn Off the Dark is one of the most expensive things I've ever done. <laughs> well, just to see any show in broad, no. in, on Broadway. Beyond. Way beyond. Oh, yeah? Yes. But, like, it, we, we, I didn't think it would take us so long to get to this, but like, it's, clo- mm. it's closing. Yeah. It's over. It's done. It, it, it ends not, with it's 2013. Not over, sorry. It, they're talking about moving it to Vegas. That's actually a better place Where, for it. A much better fit. It's the spectacle and the ugliness of it like, will be better there. Well, it, it wasn't ugly. It's also more likely I'll go see it because mm-hmm. I can get there. Oh, yeah. I Man, I want to go to Vegas again. I, 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 have, a, I have a great time. I think the likelihood you would be in Vegas and willing to see a Spider-Man show is much higher than me <laughs> being in New York and wanting to do a billion other awesome sure, things. Sure, sure. Yeah. And it'll probably be more reasonably priced because they just want to get you in there and start plunking money in those, uh, mm-hmm. I was going to say roulette machines, but then I realized I'd sound like an alien and you guys would put my head off. <laughs> You'd pay the idiot machines. tax on your way there. Um, yeah. <laughs> Though, I, if I ever go to Vegas again, I'm not staying for more than three days. because Absolutely I got, not. You stay two nights. I can't stress this uh, enough, people. Two I was, nights. I did a week there with my family and was violent, well, also, violently ill by the end of well, it. With your family is a whole other thing. But. Sicker than I have ever been. You got to go with two days, for, well, for two nights with people who are down to party. Mm-hmm. And I mean that in the most... Like, going to the Peppermint Hippo? Is that what you're talking about? Spearmint Rhino. <laughs> God. <laughs> How did you even know that? What? I know things. How did you know Peppermint Hippo when that's... It's It's such a specific... But it's Spearmint Spearmint Rhino. I know. It's such a specific... uh, Shit. He got it wrong so specifically. I think that's that's what they called it on South Park. Oh, okay. 
Wow. Yeah, we got there. It's like, yeah, this is the second biggest square footage strip club in the state of Nevada. Great. Like, cool. What's the ATM fee? 20% of whatever you withdraw. That's where they threw me out for checking my cell phone. Yeah, um, I got. I I came close to getting booted out of this. This isn't about strippers. You're right. It's, you're right. it's about Spider-Man. Turn off the dark. Which I uh, one one. I knew I could off my taxes too. I knew we'd need a, an evergreen episode, and somebody had to do this. Mm-hmm. I would if I if I had two hundred dollars to mm-hmm. to waste the one time I was in New York City. Mm-hmm. And I would have done it, but I only I only had sixty dollars, so I saw Avenue Q instead. The the two tickets were over two hundred dollars. Jesus. Um, and it it yeah it was utterly absurd. But it's like I ha- like I built it up in my head. Yes, and I know I talked about it for weeks. I have to do this <laughs> because this can't last. Right. Nobody seems to love this. Uh, nobody's it's talking about it. People. You guys are Spider Man fans. Had no. I think we were there when it was, we were in New York together no, when I was there, and not. I mentioned it, and like, no. I've been to New York twice while it was yeah, there, and I just don't care. Yeah, no fucking way. But <laughs> as we have all had a history writing obscure features, mm. this will always be brought up as things you didn't know about right. Spider-Man. Remember when it had, had a, a musical for a, three years? Exactly, and I'm like, <laughs> I want to. it's not one of those things that like, oh, I know this guy's got a bootleg tape. No, that will not exist. You have to go see it. There's no other way than mm. to actually be there. And there's not even a DVD yet, and I'm really disappointed. I'll get to that in a little bit. The the one of the songs like I really desperately wanted to share with you, it's still locked. It's still locked away. It's not on the it's on it's not on the album. There's no way you can hear one of a couple of the songs. <laughs> really? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure there. That I found someone who with, took out their phone on YouTube. That happens it didn't a lot get with caught. Broadway musicals. That sometimes they have like a song that. CDs can only hold so many songs, so sometimes they gotta cut stuff. It's true, but eventually it makes its way out there. But like, I've never seen like everybody's like, no cell phones, no cell phones, and it was like, the, the the lights had dimmed and the curtain was like ten minutes away from going up, and I'm like trying to check in on Foursquare and swooped upon by security guards. Like wow. nobody is doing anything on their phone, and every, anybody who tried, like you just see like like flashlights come at them, yeah. and not only because. It's distracting. Mm-hmm. I was in the balcony where I would say an eighth of the show takes place, <laughs> where the actors exit and enter. Oh, wow. But uh, I guess I guess a little backstory on this, because Spider-Man, what Turn Off the Dark. Is Spider-Man, what Turn Off the Dark? It, it's why, what do you guys know about it? I know it was a, it was a punchline in the like celebrity news for a long time of just like this show that... It's apparently like cost mil- tens of millions of dollars to create. Yes. That it had that it was in production for forever. Mm-hmm. That it had songs by Bono and Edge of U two. That's again, and like that, thinking of the, the the eventual feature that'll be written. And can you believe it had? So- they haven't written songs for movies. Well, and that well, and that this show was killing people. Like people were <laughs> working people. on uh, hurting. I think one person died. Nobody died. Well. And then also there was a famous uh, Broadway director lady who worked on it. Julie Taymor, who was famous. They got. I mean, like, that's that's the thing about it. And if there's anything to slam, is that this didn't come about because a Spider-Man fan wanted to see a musical. Mm-hmm. Somebody wanted to take a hot property and make Based a musical on the out of it. Sh- movies too. It should be. And, uh, and everybody agreed. This will make a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. Let's hire fucking you two to to write the songs and the yeah. most famous uh play director julie taymore has directed um i think she directed a, a movie or two uh, yeah, a, a, a shakespeare adaptation what's 
with Anthony Hopkins. What's it called? Oh, that one was bad. Titus. Titus. She directed Titus, but she directed Across the Universe, which is totally fun. I, it's a fun movie. It's totally fun. And Beatles she, songs. She's are good. famous for directing the Lion King musical, mm-hmm. which even, I know we haven't seen it, and I know you have. It's you know what it is? It's, it's really cool. It's yeah, it's, a big. it's a and, and so and so. Is you this. wouldn't think that. Well, actually, the Lion King, the cartoon, is a musical anyway. To make it a Broadway musical. You kind of just need to write like seven more songs, but mm-hmm. the but the direction on it was great. Like the puppetry, like it, yeah. it's great, and it's it's but, the same thing here. The, it, the turn off the dark doesn't need to exist. Mm-hmm. I'd be much happier in a world where it didn't exist. Well, this however, is the, it, it, yeah. it is done. They did the best. It, it is mag, It's a, a breathtaking production in many parts of it. Mm-hmm. It a lot of it is just hilarious. <laughs> Uh, and, but anyway, but like Broadway is camp. Like that's kind of the thing. Sometimes, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's camp, and and like it, it. Some of it was the same problem I have with watching the Amazing Spider-Man. Like, I don't. Nobody, nobody needs to know this origin story again. Mm-hmm. Anyway, a little bit of background. Uh, it began production in two thousand seven. Okay, two thousand seven. Um, it is the most expensive Broadway play in history, and at the time. It opened. It was like sixty-five million dollars. So, in the scheme of things, it's not—it's not even the cheapest Marvel movie. But it is the most expensive because Broadway productions uh-huh. range in the five to ten million range. This range, sixty-five million dollars. So huge, huge. It had the most preview performances. Yeah, and that's and that's the, that's, that's the, where people were really making fun of it. And I guess you you don't really need to know Broadway that much, but it's mm-hmm. it's more like uh, this this play was in beta. Went into beta for 182 times. Mm-hmm. Jesus. 182 performances that were not the real performance, and I'm not talking like rehearsals. This is with a with a sold out audience. It's not unheard of for Broadway shows or just to musicals mm-hmm. to go through practice runs. No, it's usually for free. Work out the kinks. So yes. there, I don't know if that's the case, but it might have had 182 free shows on what's sure. already. I'm betting of, they charged for it. And and again, I, I, I yeah, this is also important. I saw the revised version. So you it guys, had been worked on majorly over years by the time you saw it. Mm-hmm. Wait, let me get into that in one moment. And I. I heard, and it does make sense. I I did go to one Broadway play in my life. I went to Cats. Mm-hmm. I saw Cats on Broadway. You've got to be jealous of me. I yeah, I am a little jealous. Uh, and, and you go in there, and you you went been to a play in the last couple sure. of years, right? You go in there, and it, it plays are treated like a classy affair. Yeah, it's in it was in the Foxwood Theater or something like that, and it's it's bam theater chandeliers, nice, right? It's nice. nice foyer, but then all over the place, all over the place, t shirts soundtracks and like gaudy shit and 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 it and i read it's like we have to make back this budget and on Mm. ticket sales alone we wouldn't do it in 10 years right there needs to be merchandise every four feet and there Mm. fucking was Mm. there was merchandise everywhere and the thing was not all of it was terrible like some of the designs were really cool there's there's a turn off the dark specific spider-man logo and it's pretty neat but are a lot of people are going to watch it to hate watch it aren't they I didn't. I, I probably went in there going to hate watch it, but I didn't entirely hate watch it. Okay. Um, uh, so, but until, but I was definitely there when I I wanted to get a drink. Did I say all this already? I went to get booze because you can get booze at plays, and I know I told you guys this already. Uh, but for listeners, I have not. I got the web. There's the web slinger and the green goblin, and it's like, and it's like for for fifteen dollars more, get these collectible glasses. And it doesn't list the drink prices. Mm. And I'm like, shit, Heidi, we should go both get one or the other. <laughs> Hell yeah. 
and uh, I'll get a web slinger and a green goblin. Thank you. Didn't ask. It's like I weighed it out when I hear the price. They never told me the price of the drink. They never asked if I wanted the collector's glasses. They gave me the collector's glasses, which is a bit of a misnomer because they are plastic. Yeah, they are they're plastic. Sh- yeah, I see them. They're kind of sh- like they're, sippy cups. They're plastic, dude. They came with sippy cup lids. <laughs> We're going into a two hundred. We paid two hundred dollars to go into a Broadway play, and they somehow, but they did somehow manage to separate the blue from the red in the drink, mm. and that was pretty impressive. Uh, and it didn't taste that good, but whatever. Uh, we go, so we go into theater. Boom, we start. Are we ready to go into that part? Portion so those were thirty dollars together. Or? They were, uh, I think, sixty dollars. Both drinks were sixty dollars. So subtract wow. thirty from whatever they charge us for the fucking air quotes glasses. Sixty dollars. Didn't even ask. It's like the most expensive thing we did in New York, period. And it was on total accident. Actually, I forgot because I had Heidi buy the tickets because we went to that cheap ticket line in the middle of Times Square uh-huh. that they open up. And she came back and she was like stressed. And she's like, I didn't think that would take so long. I'm like, all right, well, let's get going. Like, my phone's not charged. Your phone's not charged. And she started crying. <laughs> and, and I'm like, what? This is a lot of pressure. And I didn't think the tickets would be that much. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, oops. Yeah, she paid for the tickets, but you know, hopefully she'll appreciate the tax write off that Cape Crisis gets. Henry. I'm sure that'll make it all just fine. It'll make it all <laughs> worthwhile. Uh, so I got the album. I downloaded the album. Um, I'm not sure what track names correspond to what. This is the first track, and I don't. This isn't. Um, it's called the New York debut. Uncle Ben, you don't understand me, Uncle Ben. You can already hear the YouTube. That is YouTube, yeah. Where the spiders have no name. And so, that, like, so now there's just people dancing everywhere. Like the but that's, that's the thing. I hadn't heard this since I went to the show. And look at that. It's the old confirmed goosebumps. Like there were, there was cool shit that happened I mean, to this. Like you two, will, they're good at writing no. riffs and stuff. Like that's it, no. It's like like there are songs that they sing right. when the aerial performances start. Yeah. This is what plays. I see. And the aerial performances, I, I have no idea how we're pacing this other than other than time. The aerial performances were some of the most breathtaking things I've ever seen. No, I... and it. <laughs> I, there's a lot of YouTube stuff I like solely because mm. it is this like. For better or worse, inspirational rock ballad mm. stuff that I really like the sound of. Well, not like this fucking handy shit. shit. Well, that was well, a very is, yeah, Broadway yeah. style transition of yeah. like enough of the fanfare. So when things a get guys, serious. guys getting yes. out of refrigerator boxes with Tommy guns. <laughs> yes, uh. and that's and that's very much how the show was because yeah. I, I have yes I have been to other plays and there are like intermissions and act breaks so they can bring new sets on stage. This was designed to unfold right. like puppets, so there was it was seamless. That's very impressive. It started out in New York, and it started out... It actually... Remember I said it originally started out with uh, a different play. It was a different play. So, and I what I heard when I told someone I was going to this is that Arcane, Arcana... Okay, yeah. Wait, what? Arcana. Arachna. Arachna. Arachna was a giant part of the musical. Mm. Mass, like, horribly... Uh, a gr- a, a gr- made-up new... No, it, she's from the comics. Sort of. But... She had, a, she had a bigger part in this play than she did in the comics, so Julie Taymor liked her. Uh-huh. Uh, and and this, the play does open up with the Greek saga of how this woman is turned into a spider for defying the uh, Rome, Greco-Roman gods. Oh, yeah. But instead of it being like her being in the play and, cut and talking to Spider-Man, which 
Apparently, was, what it was. was. Yeah, it's a. It opens up the play with a beautiful sequence of pe- like people are swinging down from the rafters while weaving something that while they swing back and forth, mm-hmm. they weave. Some- I wish I could be more eloquent, but now it's a, it's a story that Peter like, and then it's revealed Peter Parker is telling the story to his class, oh. and we're in the Spider-Man world. We can all understand. I see. He's a he's a geek. He's in high school, and this is what I'm pissed about because this is it. After that breathtaking sequence where it's like, this is not Spider-Man, it came to the school sequence. And that song was fucking excruciating. And everybody who who will make fun of a musical and just make up a song in one minute, exactly what it was. (laughs) I mean, it's cool, but it's not cool. (laughs) Dude, Everybody makes fun of me. If only I had superpowers. Let me tell you the title. (laughs) Wow. I go let me swing t- above it all. Let me tell you the title, and I'm going to see how you can riff on it. All right. It was called Bully by Numbers. Uh, let's see. Uh, I, I, I think you're going to get the core. I think you're going to guess the bully, course. Bully by Numbers. Yes. So like Brian Knight. Uh, I think I understand this world. All the science in front of me. But these bullies, they never stop. <laughs> should just leave me alone. And I, I love that they're like, there's a big, there's like this big group of bullies, but there's that disconnect in my head. Like these are all ab rich, faux hawked, highlighted, extremely gay men who fit in well everywhere. Thirty year old, yeah, super gay men who are just like playing a bully. In yes, this. like none of you guys look like bullies. You look like the cool kid shitheads in every school. And I, I don't. I may. I probably shouldn't play this that long. Um, I a couldn't lot. find the song "Bully by Numbers." This is what's weird. We live in an age where everything is available to us. Like some of this musical, unless someone chooses to make it officially available, it's lost to time. And shit, what is this? This song on YouTube. This is called "And Now a Bootleg, bootleg Recording of the Worst Song in the History of Broadway." That's the <laughs> only way I could find "Bully by Numbers." <laughs> um, and I couldn't. I couldn't really hear anything. But I want to see if you guys can maybe make out any of it. How we're introduced to Flash Thompson. Yeah. And they're beating up Peter Parker. really hard to tell this. You can't hear what they're saying, but you get what kind yeah. of song it well, is. And it's, exact, do, do. it's exactly what everybody predicted and didn't want from a Spider-Man musical. Yes. Now you got time to fill. So. It kind of reminds me of that uh, the Superman musical we played on that mm. one episode where it's just like, yes. a hero can cry. <laughs> As if, God, that sounds like a Nickelback song. As if nobody learned their lesson. Um, but it, it, does, it does get better. And, and one of the songs in here I think mm. could have been a radio hit. Really? Yeah. Like, totally could have been just passed off as a normal U2 song. Because the, the one on the track, I'm disappointed by how much it sounds like Bono singing. Because normally the actor does not. Uh-huh. And there's one performance Bono did on American Idol to promote the musical. Oh, right. Where he did sing one of the songs. Uh-huh. And it's like, shit, this... If I keep listening to this, I'm not going to stop because right. this dude has the magic. Did it's true? Did the guy playing Peter make a good Peter? You think? Well, yeah, but like uh, in the same way, everybody with like 
scraggly brown hair makes a good Peter. But so to, okay, so does it follow the story of so he's it does. He, does he go to a science exhibit and a spider bites him? He goes to Oscorp. Ugh, so he it's goes, a movie. He goes to, yes. Uh, he goes to Oscorp. But they, that's how long I mean, it I took saw to the make. Green Goblin. Like the movie series wasn't over when they decided to make the musical, that's so true. they had to stick to the Raimi musical. Uh, this is called Boy Fall. Uh, Boy Falls from the Sky. It's not bad. It sounds like how you'd imagine a Spider-Man musical sounding. I guess. And this boy. Wow, it sounds like a David Gray. It sounds Babylon. Like, it sounds like David, or like by like Bono's baby. Yeah. Sounds like someone karaokeing a, a U2 song. And then here we go. Swing time! Did they not know that there was a Sega CD uh, swing time song already written? Flying for, Flying for justice. justice? Come on. So yeah. he's Spider-Man at this point? No! No, he's singing about how he'll eventually fall from the sky. I don't know... So does he have powers? Yet? No, he does not have powers. He goes, like, oh, before yeah. all this happens, like, oh, I should say that, like, the movie, heard the, let me let me keep playing the song. Well, Mary Jane's in it? Yeah, Mary Jane is in it. Um, that sounds like Hold Me, Thrill Me, Kiss Me, Kill Me. It did. Uh, yeah, it really does. Got from it. Batman and Batman Forever. 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 Man, I really like that song. Uh, is that this, the play is split into two parts, like most plays. Yeah. Spider-Man is not in the first half of the play. Ooh, boy, that's not... It's usually it's more like long. 40, 60 yes. at, at most in a movie. Like, Batman Begins still had him in costume 45 minutes into the yes. movie. Like, as full-on Batman. Yeah, as yeah. Batman. And that's... And that's sort of the thing when we say I don't need to see an origin story like I didn't need to see 50% of a thing that was an origin story mm-hmm. and I don't know if we're going to hear this <laughs> according to the album um, I don't even want to play you this song yet um, okay. it's just weird that they still feel the need like we gotta you gotta have pay, how will people know pathos for this character it's like <laughs> dude like it's Spider-Man like no one's there like they're there to see Spider-Man like it, but it, we all know that's. I think because some of the set design was wasted on Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. There's this huge, beautiful apparatus that can allow two people, let's say the Green Goblin and Spider-Man, to fly around over the audience, uh, and that's neat. Yeah. And the rest of it is this pop-up play. And in the middle, and if this is the song I'm thinking of, um, let's see here. There is a giant treadmill that pops up in the middle of the floor mm-hmm. and rotates around in a circle, which yeah. allows Peter Parker and Mary Jane to walk home from school elaborately yeah. a lot. Boy. <laughs> well, I remember when I saw Les Mis in mm-hmm. the late, in the early 2000s mm-hmm. that uh, they had a, they had pretty much the same thing in the middle of it, like that it was this turning. Like it, it is a circle, like, so a guy could walk and be like, I'm walking the streets. I'm walking and, and singing it. and walking and singing, and I'm turning to the right, and then the sets all pop up as if they're walking to the right. It is not 
uninteresting. Mm. It's visually amazing to watch. Uh, it's just eventually they get home. And what canonically is the deal with Mary Jane's dad? Uh, well, he's like a drunk, abusive jerk, but uh, yeah, I think that was it. He, but really, she lives with her Aunt Anna in the comics, or uh, Aunt Anna. So we get the drunk, abusive Mary Jane dead. And so it's that thing oh, where like boy, they light be... the left and Peter Parker's talking to Ben and Aunt May. Oh, you see, the two different the home right is, is Is what just like playing drunk isn't easy. Mm. It, or it's, it's a delicate thing. Playing drunk in a Broadway play is fucking ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Nobody has been that kind of drunk outside mm-hmm. of a Merry Melodies cartoon. <laughs> and, uh, you got to play to the back row. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I said give me another one! Like, come on. She just walked in the door and it's clearly 2 o'clock. No, if you're a real drunk, you're not even awake yet. Yeah. <laughs> Mary Jane gets a ton of songs. Well, All of them I did not want to hear. I get the want for ballady songs. Some of my favorite songs in um, Jesus Christ Superstar sung, are, oh, are sung by Mary Magdalene. She gets she gets a very a ballad not unlike this one or several. But it's like it's just so hard to care mm-hmm. in this in this environment of like. You're there to see Spider-Man. Like it's a it's a misunderstanding of what people paid to see. Like the percentage of people who are sitting there going, "Like I hope Mary Jane has several ballads." Like that's not why people are here. I think if uh, and I love that Steve Ditko is is credited in this musical. Which hey, years after this, you guys are both millionaires and trying to collect every single piece of Spider-Man memorabilia. You're gonna have to come to me because I got the fucking playbill. No, I got the Playbill, which right. is apparently like just a company now that publishes nothing but Playbills. Yeah. Uh, it, we have our Mary Jane song. What I can't... It seems like, like a lot of useless preamble. Yes. Like. In the meantime, Spider-Man or Peter Parker and Mary Jane go to Oscorp, which is this really cool set. They set up a catwalk uh, mm. in between like this, all these giant tubes and science-y shit. But in my version of play, and I've heard Green Goblin later on here... Oh, did I spoil it? <laughs> oh, Green Goblin's in it? Oh, God. Sorry, guys. Uh <laughs> He is incredibly, incredibly southern. <laughs> southern, huh? I'm gonna change the world. See, uh, what a weird way to play that guy. Yeah, I think it was just this one character the Broadway dude could pull off. Um, well, you know, they maybe it's one of those things where the actor just wanted to own the role and was I, like, I, "I want to try it. Let me try this one on for size, guys. Let me hit you with this. Let me groove on this for a minute. minute. I, I don't know if the song slap to it, boys." <laughs> I don't know if the song will convey any of this, but it's called DIY World, mm. and it's the song Norman yeah. Osborne sings Fuck about it. trying to make the world a better place through mutating Gliders. genetics. There's so many ways the human race can take a hit. Guy in Kentucky, I'm Mr. Unlucky. Oh, oof. Sorry, dear. Oh, boy. 
Well, I will say, you know, that okay. Green Goblin does silly. Like, he says puns sometimes. He's a jokey guy. So, using a line like designer jeans to change the world, like, that's not unlike something he would say. That's Peter Parker and probably Flash Thompson singing at him, too, on the visit. Um, don't. Sorry, I'm just listening now. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Shut up and be Green Goblin. Yes, really. Like uh, going to Disney World, seeing like I saw a Finding Nemo musical. Wow. That was Cirque du Soleil, I think, or it was like people left over from that, and then I saw the Aladdin musical. Yeah. Like, those are like productions done on the hour every day, every day of the year. Those had more interesting songs. Because you go there to see Aladdin, right? Yeah. And it's like the characters of Aladdin singing about Aladdin things, but moving the plot, and it's like, this seems more like, let's stop the story that you all know, because you yeah. all saw the $400 million grossing movie. Yeah, sing more about fucking Persian rugs or treasure. It's just or... reiterating these things we already know. It's like, yeah, we know Osborne wants to make, like, this isn't like taking an obscure comic book and making a musical. You're, you're taking a movie that made an obscene amount of money that yeah. anyone who bought a ticket to knows. Well, I think it's, it's just, funny that they, they have... Well, like, yeah. You in the movie they need all this setup to get him to be Spider Man, mm-hmm. and so they have all that same setup, but they elongate it by like instead of one line it is a song, and then another instead right. of one line it's another song. But it's like it's built on this idea that like well we need you have to show the transformation into these characters. Like do you <laughs> did anyone did anyone stand up and actually go like do you think if the the opening scene as soon as the curtain goes up if it was Spider Man and the Green Goblin flying around and doing would anyone go boo why why are they fighting I'm Spider Man I'm saving the actually, city like I'm already more into that I should say the the musical did open up with the Spider Man sequence. But Wait, and, like and, that's, and that's what sent me. That's what like, I wasn't totally. I didn't totally. I wasn't ready to like hate it when that "Bully by Numbers" song came on because I, I couldn't believe like Spider Man. Like you can, I was in the balcony. I can see blackness and I'm fiddling with a guy in a Spider Man costume. Light comes on, and the guy just in front of me does a backflip <laughs> off the balcony and soars. And dude, just seeing it like yeah. you've never seen Spider Man in person right. being like Spider Man, you. I would recommend both of you see this because you will, your hearts will fucking stop. It's pretty Put cool. that on yeah. the box. Like, it's, like uh, well, I, I and be- it's, it's like a, it's like an eighth of the musical. But right. It's, it, I it's believe incredible. that because uh, when uh, Good Morning America had uh, like a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. I thought that day we yeah, were in there. Yeah, it yeah. was this thing where Amazing Spider-Man Two trailer kind of premiered. Did on, you ever find the full version? Of that? I haven't looked again. But basically, what happened was I just happened to walk in the living room, like right when. GMA was on in the morning getting ready for work and right as we walk in or right as I walk by the TV it's comes back from commercial it is in broad daylight in Manhattan Times Square Spider-Man backflipping over taxis and like does a this weird flip cartwheel thing and then grabs a phone mm-hmm. like a, a a street sign pole and like spins down on the runs on the ground and then runs in to hand them the trailer but I didn't know what the hell was happening. I just walk in and all of a sudden I'm just like it, it's real Spider Man. It real stopped New York. me in my tracks. Like the idea of like with no wires, no cuts, one prolonged shot, just a guy 
being Spider-Man and showing off agility and prowess like that, I was like, oh my god. It was just hypnotizing. To promote the release of a trailer yeah, which they, to an audience that will barely care. But barely care, and also it was a truncated version of the trailer. So I watched it going like, that trailer sucked. And then when I actually watched the full trailer when I got to work, I wrote the story for Laser Time about all the Sinister Six stuff they hid in there. Now it's on record you wrote that at work. Yes. Uh, the Sinister Six, by the way, now Sinister Six and Venom movie. It's too. weird. It lo- Let's not date this. not going to spoil anything, but somebody might have gotten to that first. I think that that's the one song I've heard before. That's oh, really? Yeah. yeah. It's pretty memorable. Let's get to it. Yeah. But Should let's... we take a break? Or, um, I mean, do we need we to do that this episode? We take a break. Or, no. But if we do take a break, you have to take a break like the intermission I had to take. Okay. Which means certain things have to happen What's before in- you can see Spider-Man. Well, so where... <laughs> all right. Well, let's get up to the intermission then. So then they... Okay. They sing DNA World, or DIY World. And then they do. But the, in, in, in Spider... And in, in so Peter Parker gets bit by a spider. And that thing was fucking cool. I know that because Heidi was next to me and Heidi hates spiders. And like this... this, this it, it was... Looked relative to the size of a spider, but it was a giant glowing spider robot that descends from the ceiling, which is very, very high. Uh-huh. So you see it coming for a while uh-huh. and bites the shit out of Peter Parker. <laughs> it's it's what dope. Is, what does bites the shit out of? Bites the shit out of Peter Parker. <sighs> All right. So then he, did they do the whole wrestler thing? And... Um, easy, buddy. Oh, boy. Let's not get ahead of ourselves uh, because, first of all, Peter Parker has to realize... He's been bitten by a spider, and this is—it's—it's a, it's a really dumb song. Uh, a spider, a spider. It, it could be one of the cooler sequences in the play that doesn't involve Spider-Man actually like swinging around the audience. Mm. Uh, it's the Peter Parker actor is on on a, a suspension apparatus, but there are people playing different parts of his bedroom. What? Yeah. So like, they yank him up to the ceiling, and the ceiling moves a little bit toward. And at the end, oh, it's I like. See. The whole room is shaking, and he's he's bouncing from side to side. I every see. single wall is like a trampoline, but there's like if you look closely, there's people in black like manipulating every wall and pushing him mm. back and forth. But this is the song that's playing. Um, I wonder if you can guess what it is. I just told you it's the opening nine hundred two one zero. They're like supposed to be fake punk rock. Like I'm bouncing off the walls. I'm so free. Like kind of. Holy shit! What did you just say, Hank? Oh boy! It's just another night of me. Uh. Finally going through Who wants to ever pay to hear this? Like. So U2. It is. Yeah, it, yeah. Really, it really is U2. It's a mix between... Chorus. <laughs> you guessed it while joking. Uh, that's pretty good. Uh, uh. But again, in the meantime, it's like this actor being flung across multiple sides of the stage with an entire set moving um, mm. independently. Neat. It's kind of neat. So yes, Peter Parker does what? Bounces off the walls. off the walls. But it, it goes going by the story of of the comic so and the movie. A pro wrestler. He becomes a pro wrestler. But my question to you <laughs> is, who plays the part of the pro wrestler? 
Mm-hmm. So Bones, famous it's, person. Macho Man played him in the movies. Uh-huh. Um, uh, who would be a pro wrestler? <laughs> move. I don't know. The answer is a balloon. <laughs> oh boy! Oh Peter. man! <laughs> Peter Parker Ooh. beats up a balloon. But again, they're <laughs> they, they move like bouncing off the walls. It's just one guy, and seamlessly, you're in a wrestling <laughs> rink, and this giant thing inflates out of the center, and it's. Everybody gets a good laugh out of it. He's yeah. pummeling this. So the idea that the only the only actor qualified to play Macho Man is a balloon. <laughs> only he was he out, of play that outside, out of respect. Out of respect for Bonesaw personality. And it did it did say Bonesaw on like a flyer in the background. Wow. Was he ready? Was uh, was Bonesaw ready? You're saying that like I still have a soundboard. Luckily, it expired right before we're going to break. Uh, I, I used to be phone calls already. Yeah. <laughs> wow, so long ago. And I don't remember the series of events that comes after that. Um, Peter so, Parker well, does get a job at the Daily Bugle. The way that it, is J. Jonah Jameson a character? Yes, there? actually, like he is the oldest person to play and the best and funniest actor. Uh, that may yeah. come as no surprise, but like he clearly outaged the rest he of the cast the, by like 30 years. He gets the comedy, he gets all the funny lines, he's a comic and relief. What the, the cool, it starts out in the school and there's like all these young kids, and I'm pretty sure all of a lot of those guys were the Spider-Man doubles. Ah. And that was... No, that totally makes sense. You, that's economy of actors. You don't bother. Yeah, it, well, because there's sequences where, like, he's, there's a series of buildings on the right and left side, and somebody swings, like, super fast right and left, and that's clearly, like, four Spider-Men. Right. So this, this, the play ends, and, like, six Spider-Men come out and take a bow. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, All right, so then Uncle Ben dies. Is that the <sighs> end of the... Is that the... You got me. Oh, you wish, the end you of wish it was the fucking end. Well, I mean, the first act. No, you wish. Really? This song is called Pull the Trigger. But it has to be... I think the tracks are out of order. This looks like my work. It's getting out. Your life's work. Your precious research. Getting sold. This is still in the first act. Okay. But this is... I think Norman Osborn realizing blah blah blah. This is his transformation song. This is technically the last song of the act. This feels like a, a crappy '80s white guy right, writing rap. Feels like a Mr. Show Marilyn Manson song. Yes. <laughs> now this is like rap rock. Because I really do. I do want to close out the first act. Um, let me hear what this is real quick. Don't talk. Just walk. Hey, this is pretty consistent with the Sam Raimi movies as far as mopey Peter Parker goes. Oh, I suppose so, yes, yes. There's one thing time time has made me realize about those fucking movies. Hey, it sucks to be Peter Parker. There's no joy at all. Even when he's Spider-Man, there's like no jokes, no fun. That's when he has erectile dysfunction. <laughs> yes. He can't shoot his webs. <laughs> no, you know what? This takes place after the intermission. Oh. We're going to get back to that. Um, so he's yet to see a Spider-Man movie where he revels in being Spider-Man. Yeah, like there's a he little. Still like it a little and amazing. There's a little of it in each of them, but it's still supposed to be like this is supposed to be his outlet where he can just let go. And I'm hoping Amazing Two will have that. It's the superhero moment I hate that I think Spider-Man established in movies was the woohoo moment. Right. You can have one of those when you discover your powers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's the only time 
most heroes have fun with it. It's yeah. either I have to use it for a great response. Yeah. But even Spider-Man, like he does the, the thing that makes him fun is he he buries it deep inside like most of us do and puts on a good face. And while he's Spider-Man, like one of my favorite things in Infinity Gauntlet is him like giving a pep talk to Cloak in issue three. And he's mm-hmm. just like, I know it's impossible, odds, but come on, man. Everyone in here, look who we've got in the room. We got Thor. We got Thing. We got Mr. Fantastic. Or not Mr. Fantastic. You know, Dr. Captain Strange. America. Like these are the best people in the business. And they just put their tights on one leg at a time like you do. We're, we're in this together. <laughs> and then the next panel is him as a thought bubble. We're fucked. <laughs> like it's just that, that like he always just has to put on a happy yeah. face. And like I don't feel like any of the movies really got that. Uh, but it, it, guess what happens sort of after Uncle this? Uncle Ben. Uncle Ben gets shot. Dies. Oh, no. And he doesn't even die. In a even in the play? Even in the play. Damn. Even the play. However. Is there a what if? I'm sure there's a what if Uncle Ben didn't die. I'm certain there But is. it seems more like it'd be a cool Elseworld style thing where it's like a whole mm-hmm. 12 issue mini of just, like. He just became a dick or a villain. Yeah, yeah, what if yeah. he became a super villain? Anyway. Uh, check the what ifs. But we go into intermission. With uh, the death of Uncle Ben and the funeral, gives a and, lot. And gives what, us a lot to think and about. And what what comes from as that, we and, buy and another it Green Goblin? Be totally drink. cliche, but it's done very well. And it's the it's it's if I had to be completely honest, it's one of my favorite songs I've heard all year. And wow. it's reprised a bunch, and it's been out there. I think uh, the cast performed it on Letterman. You know, Everybody the, knows it's a great song. You know, the mm-hmm. Proto Man had a great new song. This it's year. called. They did. It, and that's <laughs> that's up there. It sucks that the Spider Man song is up there with the new Proto Man song. <laughs> well, let's hear this song. Uh, it's called Rise Above, and there's it, there's a lot. It, it's, it's goes cold as ice. Shade musical to like full on YouTube so, like YouTube ballad. And like one is one of my favorite U two songs. I uh, fucking love it. It's one of the it's, I, it's yeah, great, greatest good. songs ever. That's no, great. I love it. And it's that kind of U two song. I can get into it. Whoa! Oh, weird. This sounds like a Keen song. This isn't. This isn't like there was like a really long build, more music, and like it all builds into this. And the lyrics are, you can rise above what's going sure, on. Sure, sure. Is that what Uncle Ben told him? Uh, is that it? Yeah, is he, I was is just he saying happy? you said rise above. Is he talking about Uncle Ben? And it, I think again, I didn't want to spoil this, but I think this is just Bono. Mm. Mm. And it's the song. Mm. <laughs> Hack to say it's made for Bono, but I was right. very happy that there was no song made out of "With Great Power Comes Great Responsibility." Yeah. That would have really been too that, cheesy. That was yeah. the low hanging fruit right there. Would have been too easy. Yeah, this is Instead, this isn't yeah. a bad song. Yeah, like uh, with great power comes free admission. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to go to Fake Break on this? Because it's yeah. reprised later. It's a fantastic song. This sounds pretty good. Is this Bono singing? Yeah. Huh. All right, so we're going to take a break, and then when we get back, the rest of Turn Off the Dark.
Hello and welcome to the break on this, uh, the intermission on this week's special episode of Cape Crisis. I'm here with Brett. Hi. And, uh, you know, Chris was talking about the crass commercialism of Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark, and we have a bit of a commercial here for you, too. Oh, yeah. So in addition to the normal things when you listen to Cape Crisis... Uh, PayPal, the T-shirts, Amazon, iTunes, subscriber... All that good stuff. Uh, I mean, I also we also do uh, our we just wrapped up our uh, Christmas ish movie commentary bit with Batman Returns, Gremlins, and Home Alone. Yes. Um, hopefully, we'll have some new stuff along those lines in January for you. Uh, but also, uh, recently, I put up for VG Empire. We recorded a special. Uh, we kind of crammed it in a very busy recording schedule because we've had a lot of stuff the last few weeks yes. um, with the Christmas special and everything else. Um, a wintry mix episode of VG Empire that is kind of a bonus episode. Um, the way you get it is you go to lasertime.bandcamp.com, and for a buck, you're not buying that episode. You're actually buying it's my notes for VG Empire for the entire year, and I actually keep meticulous notes for just about every episode. I mean, every episode is is referenced in some way, but basically, uh-huh. it's every song, my notes I wrote, the thoughts I was writing. You can even see some verbatim lines I I wrote down and then <laughs> repeated in the episode, so they almost work as a commentary track. And I forget the actual page number, but I think it's like 15 or 20 pages of notes. Wow. Uh, for every episode of VG Empire in 2013, uh, that file, it's a Word doc, or I forget the actual file format, but it's a buck on lasertime.bandcamp.com, which is also where Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. commentary tracks live right now. Um, and for a buck, you can get that, and then also you get this uh, wintry mix, which is us talking about... Uh, snow levels and ice ice level game music um, and Christmas memories and Christmas memories in general just holiday taking holiday, time yeah. taking time off uh, having that week off from school or college or work or whatever it may be and opening presents and, and all that crap uh, and we talk about uh, just some games uh, like ice level stuff so like Diddy Kong Racing and Banjo-Kazooie and Super Ghouls and Ghosts and uh, Skies of Arcadia just a lot of stuff that Normally might not get a, a shout out in a in a given VG Empire. Um, I also took care not to repeat anything that had been already in an episode. So like even though there's some good Donkey Kong Country stuff, I didn't want to repeat it. Uh, but that again is uh, just an, an extra little fun thing. And truth be told, I'm sure that episode will become available in some fashion where you don't have to pay anything to get it. Uh, mm. At some point in time, I'm sure that will happen. So if you're just damn opposed, so be it. But this was just... Uh, so, lasertimebandcamp.com? Lasertime.bandcamp.com. It's just a way to further help just the... Not just VG Empire, but just Lasertime as a whole. Because, again, our, our this laptop is hilarious. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, well, all right. So you heard our, you've heard our pleas. And now... The intermission is over. Time to get back to your seats. The lights are flicking on and off. Get your sippy cups. Let's go. And it's back to Spider-Man. spider can spins a web any size catches thieves just like flies look out 
Here comes a Spider-Man Is he strong? Listen, but He's got radioactive blood uh, uh, recording. Welcome back. Yes, welcome back. Cape <laughs> Crisis. It's a break. I don't know what was in the middle. Maybe nothing. Who knows? Who knows? Why'd um, we even take a break? Um, to give people a Because that's the way the show was. Yeah. I know. And it was like... It, I hope I, they took this intermi- that intermission to go buy an overpriced beverage and t-shirts. <laughs> well, hopefully they shopped through God, Amazon so- on lasertimepodcast.com. <laughs> you should have uh, gotten that out in the intermission, man. Oh, uh, well... <laughs> Should we record an intermission and have put it in there already? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We should totally do that. Okay, all right. Well, but it was it was sorry. it was because I was that's not nice. liking it very much, including the music. And I thought that song was fantastic. The whole the whole cast came in to eventually sing it, mm. and it was beautiful. And it's like, oh shit, we're ready for something. Mm. Something else is going to happen. That's a good intermission closer. And sure. and then like it makes you remove the self doubt where you're like, mm-hmm. should we just leave? And I, I'm literally I, I am literally like, okay, now I'm excited to see what happens next. Lights come on. Fucking Spider-Man. I'm Flash Thompson. And not not just fucking Spider-Man. Like, he's standing on a building, and the whole set is to make us look like we're looking up from the street. Wow. That's how the stage is facing. He's, He's standing on the side of a building. And the biggest question I got when I said I was going to go see, I had seen this, is did you see any accidents or uh, gaffes or... Yeah. Yes, I did. Right here. And it starts... Like, the lights just pop on, and it's Spider-Man crouched in a building, clearly about to do something. Mm-hmm. And all you hear is this. And then, like, fuck, we're so ready for it. And then after, like, uh, I would say 40 seconds, <laughs> everybody realizes there's a problem. <laughs> and, and so spider Man standing on a building of different perspective. I'm like, oh, here, the song's kicking in. And it just keeps like after like uh, the fourth time that happened. <laughs> oh wow! And yeah, actual U two songs are played several times during the play oh, wow. as yeah. jokes. Like this I is think, maybe my well, no, my favorite one is still haven't found what I'm looking for. But where the streets have no. Uh, this it, is a great song. It was a similar song. I don't know if it's that, they, but like yeah, I like little but, jokes like that. Like I think Green stuff. Goblin's ringtone at some point is Vertigo. <laughs> so you're just waiting for something to start. Yeah, so like, oh, here it comes. It, it took like, it, I think it took the whole audience like three times. <laughs> and then here Ooh. it comes, here it comes. Uh, here we go. <laughs> no, it's no. starting over. And all of a sudden, like, six guys in black come out and, <laughs> and like start tearing out wires. Uh, and it, 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 for a, for a, for a gaff, it was fucking elegant. They were ready mm. and they fixed it immediately. And boom, Spider Man is sent. Sh- into the fucking audience like you have wow. I, I can't emphasize enough how you have and I'm in the balcony so like I lose perspective of Spider-Man for a second uh-huh. and the rest of it is like some guy doing a Spider-Man pose while being tugged in the right direction at the right <laughs> momentum it's beautiful like if you look up above imagine four corners in the room each corner there right. is a wire going right, across right, right. in the middle of that like suspended by by all those wires is a circular disc right. with two wires that come down from that disc to hold Spider-Man. It gives him like 360 degrees. He can go any direction in the room and he can spin in any direction and he can also raise and lower himself. So there's no direction that Spider-Man can't take and he's doing it all over the entire audience. That's and pretty cool. when he exits, he does a backflip, bam, and lands on the balcony and does a Spider-Man pose and people discreetly unhook him and he runs He runs. And, it's pretty cool. And then, yes, it's awesome and because that's probably a stuntman 
Peter Parker's right back on stage right, in right, a second. Right. There were things like that with the Aladdin thing where uh, Genie uh, come out flying on a magic carpet. Mm-hmm. And because we were in a balcony, you could see up in the upper right-hand corner a mile up in the building is, oh, I can see someone doing something. Mm-hmm. And then right as Genie leaves the stage, immediately above you is Genie on a magic carpet that had a similar rig where it's like he's – you know, gaining and losing altitude and moving around and singing. And it was like, wow, that's actually really cool. Because anyone who's ever directly above the audience is like, well, you could be crushed at any moment. Yeah, and, and like you hear stories of people, people were injured. And I know we like to laugh at that. It's just like, it's for a no, reason. Like, I, not, not that it's mean, but it's like Cirque du Soleil. Wow, they do a bunch of stuff on wires. Yeah, one mile an hour and they never fucking move. And there's sometimes... I've seen plenty of crazy shit. Like, probably. I, I, I understand that, but like... The what my body said when most of this stuff was happening, and I, I'm getting ahead. It's like when he finally goes against Green Goblin. There are two people in the audience, and my I was just like uncontrollably, don't do that, <laughs> don't do that. And it's two people chasing each other through the ceiling above an audience. It was astonishing. Yeah, and I mean that's like it's easy, like we've been doing. It's easy to poke fun and like who wants to hear these songs and stuff. But it's like I still. When it gets to the point, which is acrobatics, mm-hmm. gravity-defying stuff, it's like, yeah, that stuff should be applauded because mm-hmm. that's why it was so expensive. Is trying it to... is quite a special, like a living, alive special effect like this. Yes. Yeah. Great. Yeah. And it's it's also like I, I, the complaints are you can complain about the Sam Raimi movies, like it, it's it's Tobey Maguire, and then it's a cartoon where Spider Man flies through the world with a camera that doesn't have any restrictions. Right. And that, it's, that it can becomes kind of take you a CG it. film. It does. And, and I think I think if Amazing did anything better, it was that giving the camera some restrictions made Spider-Man feel yeah. more like Spider-Man. Even though then I feel like they did more scenes where Spider-Man was a dude in a suit mm-hmm. and not, not CG. Though there were definitely still some moments where like, oh, this fight with the lizard this is just two cg people punching each other that's really driven home when you see like somebody moving like spider-man which is something a human being should never do and you're seeing it in front of your face yeah yeah, yeah. it's crazy so that said most of the second half after that is green goblin and excruciating (laughs) so he sings a song about we heard heard a little bit about the wait was that wasn't it (laughs) No, it's he doesn't want to be Spider Man anymore. Mary Jane has a song in the Brooklyn Bridge. <laughs> Again, at the whole time, like you were doing so well, you were. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna skip ahead because I'm bored by. A lot of this, this music in home just A lot of this music. Sounds super like 1995. Yeah. Well, that feels modern in the world of Broadway. Like Broadway is for, <laughs> Broadway is for very old people. Like that's because this does sound like it sounds like what like when I got really into MTV. Like this sounds like the music that was on MTV. Like mm. you're still like getting out of seeing YouTube video replays, but also like here's a new fucking garbage song that sounds kind of like this. Or yeah, I'm not into it. But it, the Right after you see Spider-Man for the first time, yes, Hank, right into Green Goblin. This song is called, not Sinestro, Sinisterio. Oh, boy. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think this was the song I saw them perform on a clip from Letterman. 
where I don't think I think that's the next one. Okay, because sorry. what we what I didn't I tried to present it as accurately as possible to my experience, but the, the show concluded with Green Goblin, his wife is dead, fuck everything. I am going to give myself the power of Spider Man, uh-huh. and uh, going into the chamber, blah blah blah. Ah! So you don't see Green Goblin or Spider Man until the second half. It's a risky move. I mean, it makes the second half more exciting. You get to start and hear Spider-Man. A little bit. But again, if you think about, like, the 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 realism of the realism of a superhero, like, that's, the, like, the climactic battle can be the least in- interesting part when they finally settle into their roles as mm. black and white. Does it just seem like they were more interested in Green Goblin, the makers of it were more interested in Green Goblin than Spider-Man at well, a certain point? the shitty thing is that, boom, play opens, and he's Green Goblin. He's just Green Goblin. And not only is he Green Goblin, he's established himself his own nightclub. And <laughs> it's not called the Sinister Six, but it's just like, and the rest. And the rest are Spider-Man's most famous villains. That are just are yeah. introduced, called so, by name, and just they, they, they spin around in a pirouette and disappear. And so talk- this song is basically the Will Cummins song from from Cabaret, of just where he goes like, Will come and bienvenue, welcome. That's a famous song. And he introduces like, these are our orchestra. We have this person does this thing. And this is yeah. just the same fucking thing that Goblin does, except he's saying like, this is Swarm. He's got the whole town abuzz. And none of them speak. And... Ladies and gentlemen, Craven, take a bow, <laughs> and he walks away. And then, like, in the Craven costume is very accurate. Let's let's hear a little bit of that. Again, Ooh, it's 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 boy. in a... Don't you Ooh. want me? Oh, yeah. It's it's called Freak Like Me, and it is the campiest, Broadwayiest, dare I say, gayest song in the entire play. This yeah. is also super '90s. Like, like we just heard about uh, Technotronic. And... Uh, see, he's—they're doing jokes about the thing there. He said, "65 million dollars. That's how much it cost." Circus tragedy. When I saw Broadway songs too it was so weird how many they have so many New York references just be like ah oh, you're in New York Coney Island <laughs> I just see them all like like marching in place with a baton like we are the villains that's exactly what happens <laughs> that is exactly it Eve well, Christmas the, time at well, all the goblin is kind of it is like Willem Dafoe's costume, except his face moves. Like it is, uh, it, it, his face. it does very little in the show, but whenever he talks to Spider-Man, it's a giant, awesomely produced video that's a, that's happening behind him. Right, right. And it pre-produced video. It, it's it's it is very well done, admittedly. And I, God, I do hate this song. Here, I think he's going to introduce. I really got to hear him introduce some people. <laughs> the shriek? I think so. The crossroads of the world just need a little tweak from a freak. I said, 
could be wrong about him introducing them in the song. We're no figures in the chorus again. Oh. <laughs> uh, New York City. <laughs> I think I actually love this song. <laughs> this is so like. Yeah, you would. It just sounds like Feed the World, like... Yeah. You can just hear Dan Aykroyd holding one yes, headphone. Yes, I just hear, like... Otto was part of that. <laughs> that, like, do they know it's Christmas time at all? So on, on David Letterman, they did do the whole... They did the whole might, song with the do it. But I don't think he did it in the song. He did it... Well, it's talking. Yeah, but it was during this song. I may let's love see, this song. See. I'm sorry. This may be so. This may be like an F Zero thing. It's like the longest song. I mean, like F Zero GX style thing where I'm like, no, I'm good. Oh, wait, was he doing it? Yeah. <laughs> it does sound like a good F Zero results screen. Third place. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, he introduces them by like. He introduces them by name, talking. which is. Which and the ladies sing. Why does he run a nightclub? <laughs> just for the song? Because uh, I, I think it's a place for uh, Spider-Man to show up. Right. But Jesus. All right. Well, it just it, it, it's just like wow. Introduce uh, he's a real, real hard hunter, Craven. He comes out and he fucking like does a head spin and then leaves and then just. And it, but he spends the most time on Craven. Mm. And what what other villain do you think? Well, I remember I, Swarm. Yeah, it's Swarm. He's like Swarm. The one made out of bees is the hardest to kill in the fight sequence. Uh, is is talked about the most. And then, and then we got Carnage by Carnage, and Car- Carnage is there just dancing and just just dismissed immediately. And who else is there? The Lizard. And um, what kind of actor best personifies the Lizard? Oh, that one's a puppet, isn't it? Uh, wrong. A balloon. <laughs> a balloon. A balloon right. is the Lizard, and it's it it. I think they fuck something up because it's not like it. You remember? Okay, if you want to keep laughing, do you remember the Toronto Raptor? Yes. It's a guy inside a balloon. Ooh, yes. So it's that, but it's very clearly one of those costumes that like you're a tyrannosaurus. Uh-huh. But there's also a guy a balloon guy riding on top of the tyrannosaurus. Oh, man. <laughs> and and the lab coat came up. So the lizard uh, is a tyrannosaurus dinosaur with a human being sticking out on top of him. And the next <laughs> the scene later they cover it up. God. But the whole time it's dancing, I'm like, "This is, guys, guys, <laughs> guys, the lizard isn't isn't all that important to anyone. However important the lizard is, you just irritated every Spider-Man it's fan true, in the it's room. It's true. I love the lizard. It's, yeah. They need to. Yeah, but it's like well, liberties have been taken with how the lizard is personified. Sure. Yeah, that's awful. Yeah, like I you, agree. you repurposed a Spencer's gift outfit <laughs> to make to make the lizard. The movie made him a green guy. Yeah. A green man with a tail. Yes, that's all you had to do. God, that's the worst. Bad so I see what you mean when it's excruciating. That, that I think that whoever took over after Julie Taymor mm-hmm. just they threw out a rack and were like, "No, Green Goblin's where it's at. He lets us indulge in all our our campiest desire." 
Well, the, uh, the during No More, we didn't play more that like he, Peter Parker talks about the Arachne uh, betrayed the gods. She yeah. became a Spider Lady, and she appears once or twice more, but like as a vision or a spiritual guide to Peter. They don't speak to one another. Or he's in bed. He's lying in bed. He's sleeping, and he's pulled up towards her as she sings about him. And like mm. that's pretty cool. But the play I read about beforehand, where uh, she's a character in she's the play, because with... her, her oh sorry, her outfit is super fucking cool. Okay. She descends from. She doesn't stand ever. She descends from the ceiling and has uh, eight robotic arms coming off of her. Wow, it's great, but. As a character, all she can do is shout out orders. You can read about it online. That's why I think Julie Taymor's fired. That was her version. I see. And I think and they she, realized how shitty it was, but she wouldn't change. Yeah, and like and like this is not rewarding for Spider Man fans. Even maybe not even it's not fair to say Spider Man fans. People who know the movie, why the fuck is there this Greek god? Yeah. Just shouting at people. In this play the whole time. I honestly don't know how it went, but it is it is it is documented. Um it's not the version I saw. It's probably not the version you will see. And I'm very curious to see what version may be seen. I know it was filmed. It had to have been filmed. Yeah, they sometimes they release filmed versions of stage plays all the time, like so. But uh, but who knows if they they don't want to be made fun of? Maybe Marvel says like this can never be released. Yeah, because ten, because thirty years from now it'll be a big joke. Mm-hmm. Like they they don't want to be mocked. Like the same that Superman stuff. The only reason anybody remembers that Superman. Music yeah. over the seventies we talked about is because they filmed it for television. Yeah, and it, it was it gets to be stupid for all time. <laughs> well, it got to be stupid. I once. can't believe none of us saw that fucking Batman musical last year. The Batman musical? There were billboards all over the place, but it was like it was in between Gamescom and TGS for mm. us. So like, we but it was a, we did a Cape Crisis special about it. But it was like Batman Forever style designs of all those characters. I saw that. Well, it seemed more like a live show. I it was kind know. of a show, yeah. but I think there were songs. I saw ads for that in L.A. when I was at... Oh, you, uh, you were on that Cape Crisis special. We dug up the old meatloaf producer made... Mm. Made a would-be Batman thing. It's so bad. All I these see. songs written. We did the same thing we're doing right now. I see. Um any more songs? But then Spider-Man. No, it, it, we're actually uh, we're actually out of songs except uh, for one. Our closer. Okay, it's okay. Uh, Spider-Man quickly disposes of the Sinister Seven, <laughs> and and then takes on Green Goblin. Uh, and if you really want to know how it ended, Peter Parker had connected a piano that's on top of the Empire State Building for some reason to mm. Green Goblin, <laughs> and oh, one of the Empire pianos, and <laughs> and talked him in it like. To getting mad enough to kick it over the ledge without realizing he was attached. So once again, Peter Parker didn't kill Green Goblin, but clearly did. <laughs> clearly, did, clearly killed him. Yeah. But all, in all this time, there's there's like amazing set pieces. There, there. Right, the, yeah. the, the stage will completely take shape when they're sitting on the side of a building at the top of a building. Mary Jane is kidnapped in a way I'll never be able to describe it in a way you'll respect it. Okay. But where a giant Green Goblin. Co- Cut out comes out. <laughs> I saw I saw a, a phone really cool. image of that. Well, be, because someone got hurt during that. Like, oh, yeah, it looks it looks like if that shit went wrong for a second, if it falls it's like a couple inches dangerous. to the right or the left, you're dead. It's all those injuries that happen that make you go like, were they worth it for this? Like, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm still I'm I have half a foot in being a child where I couldn't be hurt, and like if you give me the opportunity to dress up like Spider Man and swing on ropes, I'll take any risk. Uh-huh. And like, ooh. 
wow, I wouldn't want to hurt my wrist. And like all the injuries are like, well, these oh, he cracked a rib they... and he hurt his wrist. And like, who cares? Like, did you break? Nobody broke their back or their neck. These dancers are their bodies. Like, yeah, they, it's, that's, that is their talent. Like, so to put that at risk, I at least hope they got paid well and had good insurance. But, uh, yeah, and to, to all the freaks are in the city. Uh, yeah, it, it clo- New York City. It, clo- it closes like before the Green Goblin got. It only before the Green Goblin dies. The only time there are two people suspended is during their flight sequence. Wow, and I that's, like the Goblin Glider. Yeah, except. Uh, <laughs> what's, what's, the, what's the Goblin Glider you're, you're used to? It looks like a bat. Like and then how does, how does the Green Goblin use that? He puts his feet on the wings and flies oh, through the air. No, 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 no. Uh, think, is this the metal think tube? More, think more hang glider. Uh, oh. except, except, oh. no, no, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> except that he's lying on top of it. What? Yeah. So, wow, that's a really big <laughs> Goblin glider. So like a delta shape, or it's about the same shape, but he's lying down on top of it. And, and I think it, it, it may be. I think it discounts is that I think there's a little. The sequence takes a little too long for this, this stunt man to strap himself in. Uh, uh, well, I'd rather him he strap himself in than risk his life just to have a better storyline. Not story me. Story. That's why we watch stunt movies to see people. Oh man, that would have gotten. Well, they would edit, this wasn't so well staged. Well, they would edit out someone buckling in, but in real and life, I, you can't do that. I have a feeling in Vegas, it, it would be even bigger. Yeah, it would. No, I've seen when I was in Vegas this year. I went to the um, uh, multiple shows, but one of them was the uh, Cirque du Soleil uh, Beatles one, and it is just so many. It's yeah. it's a state. It's a theater built for doing all the uh, a show yeah. for one show and to, so they can do crazy I, yeah. stunts the whole time that's an excellent point because i should say that like where what every theater i want to say it's the foxwood i didn't look it up but it was a mm-hmm. theater built to house broadway plays not necessarily an acrobatic spider-man production mm-hmm. so it looked like a really nice theater where people bolted metal to the walls so like mm-hmm. it was it wasn't built for that if mm-hmm. you built in Vegas, if you built a stage for this, yeah. I think it would it, it could work a lot better. It could be better. It was already great. The only downside I would think of of having to see it in Vegas is that New York Spider Man is New York. Like he is true. Seeing it in New York City is well. When I walked you around, send Marvel a letter in Burbank and tell them, <laughs> "Hey, that's only where entertainment is based. The comics are still there." Well, I mean, you could. I mean, they could maybe just streamline it a bit, and it's less songs and more show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they could add more action if they built a theater for for the show and to optimize stunts like that. They could add more stunts, like because, like, and yeah, just if, accept. Oh, we're a stunt show. Because if Marvel it. put something in there that was like. Hey, it's a comic book store slash giant merchandise machine slash. Uh-huh. Hey, also every night at seven and nine it's we do the a Marvel show. Casino. Yeah, if it's whatever. something like that, it's like uh-huh. yeah, you'll get people in there twenty four seven forever. Uh-huh. Like it's Marvel's enough now that as long as they play it right, oh, uh, yeah. you could have a your Star Wars practically. I, I never, I never mentioned that, but it's a, it's an interesting factoid about the production. By the time it really started amping up and realized, like, okay, this is going to be tough. We're going to go for it. Disney bought Marvel. Yeah, yeah, and. Uh, Everybody's like Disney. Disney has a history of Broadway. Uh, they'll help out. Disney did not lift a finger. Mm. So it was more like it's not their thing. Well, they did. They they didn't come in. But they, I think they could have helped them if they wanted to. They could have. They could have helped them a lot. And, and 
I, I do appreciate how much they've kept hands off and let Marvel do their own thing, mm-hmm. but they probably could have used some very experienced Disney people here to yeah. help them with their production. Mm-hmm. Disney has like two shows on Broadway right now. Like, yeah, Disney, no, Disney's great. Well, they they make musicals. Oh, and this this show has not made its money back. Jesus, <laughs> it has it never it has never made its money back, and it uh, closed after three years. So that may um, be a thing where it's like. You know, we could spend more money to bring it to Vegas, mm-hmm. and then hopefully over time recoup all of this. Or is it account your losses and let's just move on? I think. It, well, also, but it's gaudy and fun, so it could be a story of like yeah. I went to the Spider, like I went to the Army of Darkness musical or the Jesus Evil Dead Christ. musical, just to say I went to it. Like it, it actually was kind of fun. I probably did the same thing, but you guys, would, I did buy the T-shirt too. If I you don't pay too much for tickets. You guys listening too? Uh, you won't. You wouldn't regret seeing this musical. Mm-hmm. It doesn't need to exist. It doesn't strengthen the brand. Uh, but it's it it's is not a Tony Award winner. And in the moments that were really cool are yeah the stunts. I, I would I don't want to be cliched. I would argue that what makes Spider Man special is yes the things that happen in between wearing the costume. But unfortunately, whenever they're not wearing the costume, they're singing ballads. Yeah. And when there's action when there's action sequences about to happen, they sing better songs. Yeah. Um but yeah, I I think I think you could have a good time with it and you were talking about space. It's, it's it's always important to remember whenever I go to New York, um I'm from Florida. Yes. And we have theaters there. We can build our theaters as big as we want because there's not someone sandwiched in right next to us yeah and vegas has that luxury like yeah. it could be like it could be a much bigger state it, it, it whenever i go to new york i'm like i'm in like rockefeller center or uh radio city and like dude this is fucking this is tiny compared yeah. to the shit that like the monstrosities that occur down together. south like, yeah they you can't know, they don't have room to expand <laughs> Well, yeah, people want to be in New York City. No one wants to be in Vegas. So yes, that's that's the difference. No, no, no. People love horse, Henry, uh, and for, gambling for thirty hours, mm-hmm. and then no more. I think it could be served a little better in Vegas, and I definitely recommend Spider Man fans see it. It should go into the Celine Dion uh, <laughs> play concert hall. Oh, the the done. fucking Roman Coliseum. Mm-hmm. That she's gone now. So I, as, as I comic, would have totally gone to see Celine. As Dion, comic but. fans, what's the thing? What's the accurate thing to build a Spider-Man theater? Even if it's not totally related to like Spider-Man or the um, story. It, it should be... Well, it should definitely be at the New York, New York casino. Like mm. That's totally where it should be. Oh, you're right. That's the only place it would make sense. They can cool. even have Spidey like swing through fake New York uh, downtown that's in it. And like buy a pizza slice and raise. It's a Spider-Man special. Like, right, right. No, that casino is a lot of fun. But... And they just give the boot to the... What was the... They have, the, they have Zoomanity there. Just give it a Zoomanity. Yeah, Zoomanity? that's been there for several yeah. years. Is that a Ubisoft thing? Zoomanity is the sexy side of Cirque du Soleil. <sighs> Hosted by a drag queen. And then some gay stuff happens. Like, <laughs> well, it's just... The, it's no more gay subtext. It's like two dudes make out. Like yeah. that's the... Oh, well, I, I can't laugh at that. That's actual gay stuff. Yeah, no, that's the point of Zumanity where they're like, look, you knew, you all knew Cirque du Soleil was gay, <laughs> so let's just embrace it. Yeah, but it's been there for like, yeah, five years or uh, six yeah. years maybe? I, I only just cause, I totally because it's paid. Vegas and all bets, all bets oh. are off. Like, uh, <laughs> uh, I sound like the commercial. It's just like money is not an option. Why not? And it doesn't relate to Spider-Man, but why not build a, hel- a helicarrier? Yeah. And that's where people enter. Yeah, that's a little much. But you can wait. Well, just it's wait. Vegas. They rebuilt the Eiffel opulent. Tower. Uh, you're right. Opulence. Uh, you're right. Uh, I mean, you know what? I'm I trying would, to think of something. Uh, you know Spider-Man. what the fuck I would put in there? What? 
fucking Baxter building on that New York skyline. Mm. Uh, the big nice. fucking four. Yeah, that'd be great. Or just the Daily Bugle. Just Daily, Daily Bugle, Bugle would be cool. Yeah. Or, I mean, even the Avengers Tower from even the movies with, that says Stark yeah. on it. Like, that That'd would be, be fun. These are all great ideas, guys. I'm glad I asked you. Yeah. Uh, but I would also... Start listening, mm-hmm. mega-rich people who <laughs> yeah. run Las Vegas. Oh, man, Vegas. Well, it's weird. Like, if you, Vegas real estate I, is like this. Oh, my God. I don't remember the name attached to the production, but, you know, it's like, it's not totally Disney it's not totally Marvel like I don't think they have a lot of say in the matter I was super bummed when I when they revealed plans to make that a life-sized enterprise in Vegas yeah that that didn't Uh, happen that didn't happen they were like (laughs) oh did I yeah I was at what that used to be I was in the part of Vegas that used to be the Star Trek the Hilton which is now the um it's like the CBS TV walk, and here's the CSI, the experience. Oh, my and God. Here's I got to watch a free TV show. Look at this. Jesus. It's a recreation of the Mike and Molly set. <laughs> yeah, exactly. uh, I got to see the Star Trek thing like the I year before I, they closed yeah, it, and it was pretty sad it. because it was built in 97, I think, 96, 97, when Star Trek was really big and still going quite strong. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, was voy- it was pretty voyagery, wasn't it? No. I mean, there was uh, – it was – well, I mean, it was – the the eating and drinking area was Quark's Bar from DS9, but I mean the two rides were a Borg ride that was very first contact next genny, and the other one was a Klingon one that I didn't go on. But yeah. like I mean there was all kinds of props and all kinds of costumes from the whole the whole saga, yeah, and it was really cool. And I got a ridiculous warp core breach drink. <laughs> that was uh, just dry ice flying everywhere, and it was <laughs> okay. Fr- so I posed the question to you: pose the, the the perfect Spider-Man drink. Um, I don't know. Probably some it's in a sippy cup. The, Spider-Man it. doesn't drink. It's not that he drinks, but like a popular a liquid within the universe. Because let's say the fucking web slinger, mm-hmm. and then like I don't want to think anymore. Dude, it's the Green Goblin. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean the w- red and blue. It'd just be a red and blue drink. That's all I think of. You like, don't drink. All right. Sorry. I just I wanted to know no, if there no. was like a special drink. I mean, like... I fi- I figure it would be something that's red that has some kind of blue accent piece. Mm. It has to be. I mean, even the Warp Core Breach was a ridiculously colored grape thing. You guys could never work in Vegas. Yes, that's who this. buys that goofy crap. Oh. I'm not a bartender. <laughs> well, this is what I drank in Vegas. Those, Screwdriver. Those... No, the jo- well, that's yeah, how you sell it that. to everyone though, because no, everyone will I, drink that. When I saw the people walking around with those uh, giant. Uh, beer things of like frozen pina colada. I was yeah. like, I gotta have one. Of these. Yeah, I mean it's that's just, the thing. It has to be a big to walk around. The one that looks like a giant shake weight. Uh, no, well, no, that one is too unwieldy. It was one. It was, <laughs> one that was almost made like for driving, where it was had the handle <laughs> on it. It had a handle. It was just like, oh, I can now just walk around and sip liquor all day, <laughs> even if I fall down, it won't li- spill liquor. Yeah, yeah, more or less. So let's turn off the dark on this podcast. Then. And turn off 2013. It's a, a great name, by the way. It's not a bad name. Turn off the dark. Love it. I do like Instead it. Instead of it's... just Spider-Man the musical mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, like, yeah, turn off the dark is a nice you know, Kingdom Hearts subtitle that I really like. Right. Well, so this has been Cape Crisis. And uh, Happy New Year to you. And to you. And to you. And... Uh, We'll leave you with the fourth song. Well, it's the reprise of Rise Above. Standing on the precipice, I can soar away.